Welcome to the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast. My name is Andrew Milk and today do I have an episode for you. If this, if this is the first time tuning in, welcome and thank you very much for listening today because we have a special in regards to, I'm going to be speaking about something that is so close to home, that is so close to my heart that actually two of our last SQL attendees, uh, should I say attendees in the past, have actually brought this to my attention and it is so overwhelmingly like emotional that I want you to strap yourself in and get ready for a very emotionally um, charged day and where we can get to the core of a lot of things where usually I wouldn't talk about this. If this is the first time tuning into this podcast, usually we're talking about more sexually related topics. Yes, we do go a lot in depth and this is going to be tied into sexuality of course as well, but today it's going to be more of the heart, a matter of the heart delving into that self-acceptance, self-love and all things surrounding that. Now, let me give you a caveat to this. My zone of genius is <clears throat> sexuality, but it does tie into self-love and self-acceptance and I have had a ton of mentoring in the past, learning all about self-love, about self-acceptance and getting to a deeper understanding about who I am at my core. So yes, I've had a ton of mentoring and I'll talk a lot about that, but this really touched my heart the other day. I think I was going, I'm going to jump straight into this, but if you are new to this and you don't know who we are, I highly recommend recommend check out the other podcasts on this, um, on this podcast, um, on I think we're currently on SoundCloud at the moment or wherever you're currently listening to the to this and check out the other podcasts or check out sexualquantumleap.com or check out the Facebook group. It's all tied in there. There's a ton of free content to check out all the stuff that we actually do here. As I said, we're a sexuality company teaching men how to be benevolent sexual leaders so they can be confident in the bedroom and have the best sex they've ever had and give women the best sex. So yeah, our mantras are make men men again and be the best she ever had inside and outside the bedroom while leaving her better and wetter than you found her. So that's how we roll here at Sexual Quantum Leap. Usually it's myself and Pierre, or sometimes it's Pierre, or sometimes it's just myself, or sometimes we do bring on guests. But today it's just going to be myself, and I'm ready to really buckle in for this one. So the reason that this episode came about was this one fucking touched my heart. And just give you a caveat for this um, whole episode. My lane is sexuality, but I've delved tremendously deep into the topic of self-love and also to like self-love, self-acceptance, personal development and getting a really deep understanding about who I am. It's a constant never-ending journey and getting to more and more peace every day about who I am. I'm not um, claiming for a second that I've I've made it to the light and I've become enlightened, not at all. I'm, I'm on my journey, just another human being, just like you, searching and learning a few things along the way. And today I just want to share a few things along the, my journey about what I've learned. Because as I said, being running like a small little company, what wouldn't even call it a company then, from a, a house I used to live at, charging my friends like a few hundred dollars to learn about the stuff I teach now to being an international sex coach and having a team and learning a lot about myself in the process and there's a there's a really famous um, saying by 
Brian Tracy, I think it is. He basically says, it's not the person you become when you're a millionaire. It's not the, it's sorry, it's not the money, the destination of a million dollars. It's the person you become by making that million dollars. I might have bastardized that quote a little bit, but just think about it's the person who you're actually becoming when you actually do reach these pinnacles. And believe me, by growing this business, by growing who I am as a person, by building a team, by having doing a lot of travel and meeting people from all around the world, all different walks of life and being put into some intense situations, then what's going to happen is you're going to have to learn a lot about yourself. Now this, um, and you get, you get to go become very grounded and it humbles you very quickly. If if you don't get, if you get cocky, you get caught and that's a topic for another day, but always trying to stay humble and stay grounded. But this, today's episode ties in to a guy he's from australia let's just say some of these some of the um there'll be two guys i'll be talking about in particular some of the details might be embellished or they might be um changed just so then it saves um that person's um identity so this guy it touches my heart he reached out to me the other day and he was saying to me andrew how do you get a better sense of self-love how do you get a deeper sense of like who you are and self-love and he was sending me messages on messenger on facebook crying his eyes out like since i've started this work and since i've been doing the retreats every single time that we do a retreat someone either cries someone either breaks down there's blood, there's sweat, and there's tears. And we don't say this as some marketing fucking hype. It's the truth. Because the fundamental change that these men go through in these three days is fucking insane. And this man knows he can always open up and be real with me. And he was. He's like, Andrew, he did SQL. Like, this guy did SQL, put it all on the line. And he was a virgin at the time. And don't get me wrong, if you're a virgin and you're... you're Got, you're thinking, oh, I don't know, I'll um, come to you when I've got more sexual experience. It's the perfect time to come and have a chat with me or keep listening to these podcasts because what happens is when you get to that woman, you feel more comfortable and relaxed while you're in the bedroom. So this guy was a bedroom, sends me a message, absolutely um, bawling his eyes out, so upset, like asking me, please help me and give me perspective i actually sent him off to some of my mentors about who i know but he really wanted me to drop my perspective on this so as i said this is just my perspective of what i went through maybe in the future in like 10 15 years i might really break down and solidify what i know in regards to self-love so that i can give a very structured and clear model about the self-love stuff that i've learned myself but for now, as I said, stay, I'm going to be staying to the, the sexual quantum um, leap, the SQL retreats and all the other stuff that I do in regards to that. But today I just wanted to do something else. Um, but this guy, uh, this is for you, man. So this guy, as I said, is a broke student, basically living in Australia, reaches out. He came to SQL. He saved all his pennies. He worked so fucking hard at a part-time job to literally come to SQL to pay for the retreat. Because, by the way, it's not cheap, the retreat. But he came. He he made it happen. And in the end, he ended up losing his virginity. And seeing him change was fucking astronomical. But then, 
what usually happens, and this is counterintuitive, when guys come on SQL, they come with all this sexual pain and frustration, but I know that's just the tip of the iceberg, and what I do is that for you, I literally alleviate that sexual tension and frustration and pain, so you can go have the sex parties, the orgies, have the crazy sexual experiences, fly around the world, get women to fly around the world and see you, things like this. And then when you've really had your fill, so to speak, of um, sexual experiences and you just are, are very content with what you've um with what the sex with what the sexual experiences that you've um achieved or um you've undergone um undergone. So what's gonna happen is you're going to reach a point of like, what do I do next? what's in it what's next and usually i know it gets to a point where guys have to take deeper self-reflection so yes i lied to you motherfuckers so many guys come to me because they think it's the holy grail that they think that as soon as they come to me their life is going to be perfect it's far from the truth far from the truth you come to me I literally take your virginity in the respect. I show you exactly how to be the best a woman's ever had inside and outside the bedroom. Reduce yours anxiety and make you feel confident in this area. But then what happens? Now you're confident in this area. You usually have to do a lot more deep, deep inquiry and self-inquiry to who you are and what's important to your life. And then when you can do that, that's when the actual work starts. That's when things actually start getting real. We get guys to really reflect on their perfect partner, their perfect experience, their how to um, ideally um, communicate with their perfect partner, how she would communicate with them, all these things. So then when you've got clarity about this woman, you've got clarity exactly what you want, you're going to see so much clarity in your life. Now, as I said, this guy was breaking down and crying and he lost his virginity. He had a crazy um, epic story with um, SQL, but... When he sent me this message, he goes, I was struggling with that self-love. And that's why I said I'd shoot this podcast for him today. And before I jump into all, um, before I jump into the meat, meat and um, veg, so to speak, of the um, podcast, I also want to talk about there was this, this other guy. He just recently, now this guy's the opposite. This guy isn't a broke uni student who came to SQL. This is a guy who literally also lives in Australia. This guy makes sometimes on average more in one month than the average Australian would make in one year. So this guy is loaded, has all the money he wants in the world. He came to SQL about nine months ago. He came with um, premature ejaculation problems, sexual anxiety, didn't know what to do, and he thought he was stuck like this for the rest of your life. Now, if you are a guy who stuck, think you're stuck like this for the rest of your life, you are definitely not stuck. You are definitely not fucked up and you are not stuck. Guys get stuck in this headspace like, this is how I am, this is what it's going to be like for the rest of my life. But I tell them, no, it's not. If you have this fixed mindset like, this is how I am, you you will be stuck like this. But if you have a more of a fluidity mindset and you're more open to going, you know what, I will change and I'll do whatever it takes and I'm no willing the longer stay like this, that's when we can actually make a lot of progress. And if you're a guy coming to me and having a chat with me on the phone... <clears throat> coming with a lot of ego and a lot of arrogance and a lot of bravado, uh, you came to the wrong place because 
you're going to stay in this position for a very long time and it's going to be a very strong uphill battle. It's already an uphill battle getting into self-love and acceptance of your own sexuality. But then if you're coming from a place of you know, um, I think it's Socrates or Aristotle basically saying, the more I know, the less I know. And I, I love sticking by that quote and a mentor of mine constantly would say that to me back in the past about the more I know, the less I know and just keep drumming that in my head because I'm realizing this, the more that I learn about myself and the more I learn about self-love and acceptance, the more that I know um, about my where I'm going. It's just like, I just, it's just like, I don't know. And the more I can let go to future events and circumstances that ha- currently haven't happened, the freer that my life becomes. So yeah, this second guy, he was phenomenal human being, personal development, absolutely like killer musician um really good at online business we'll just say that because i don't want to give him away too much but he's a machine but he the other day had to do a it's called a collapse on me that means basically he had he looked at me living an international lifestyle like he could travel around the world do what he wants but he goes it's not the money and that's the thing it's not the money it's the, he goes, I can make money. And he told me, man, money comes back easily. Money always comes back. Money's always there. And at the end of the day, even if I had to get a normal job, I know money would just be in my bank next week. And that was it. He goes, but what I would, he goes, what I would pay any money to, to someone to do is literally learn how to be at peace and have passion. Have peace, have internal peace with who I am and what I'm doing be aligned with my values and then have passion in the respect of have a like a pre like have a vision and a purpose that's bigger than yourself that's actually what drives me it's when it's the book i forgot what it's called i think it's a man's search for meaning it's when the why is big enough the how take cares of itself it takes care of itself when the why is big enough the how takes care of itself now, that was actually in a concentration camp in um, Germany and quite um, quite ironic, actually, at the moment, I am in, where am I in? I'm actually in Berlin shooting this podcast. So, we'll leave it at that, but I'm saying that book is absolutely phenomenal in regards to that man's search for meaning. When the why is big enough, the how will take care of itself. So, he did a collapse on me, basically like looking, he looked at my life objectively and like, whoa, that guy's fucking phenomenal. And I'm just like, I'm just a normal guy, just like anyone else. All I know is I've learned a few more things about sexuality that I pass on. And what he did, he had to literally like, he was, he actually called me up one day and he goes, man, I'm really jealous of you. I'm like, what, why? And it didn't make sense. I'm like, dude, you're making, it, it, it didn't click. Like, he's making a lot of money. looks objectively on the outside. He's very happy. But he goes, dude, doesn't matter how much money I made. Doesn't matter how many, like, doesn't matter how much money I make. And by the way, this guy did sexual quantum leap as well. He did the retreat. Like, when I first met him, he was having hardly any sexual experiences. Like, he was, but he was just having shit sexual experiences or very below average. And now he's, like, telling me he's having, like, like, multitude of sexual experiences multiple women like as much sex as he wants we were like strippers like different types of like eccentric women like all this sex he could ever dream of from this guy struggling to maybe just have sex with one chick who was disrespecting him now he's got all this fucking crazy sex that he's always wanted 
So he's got all the sex in the world. Get this. This is a guy who's really close to me. As I said, when people do SQL, they're not just um, just a client who's done SQL. Now they fuck off. I see them as family. I see them as a brother. I see them as someone close to me who I can be there for their support. And that's what I love about this. And I keep in contact with um, pretty much all the people on SQL. We're like, if they reach out, I'm always willing to give them perspective and give them help. We're like, we've got an alumni group of nearly close to 60 people who have now done SQL or who have done it in the future. And I still t- keep t- um, track and making sure that everyone is doing okay. And that is my commitment to people who do the SQL retreat. But... What was I saying? So this guy now has all the money, makes enough money, more money in one month than most people make in a whole year. Then he has all the sexual experiences he wants. He's had more sexual experiences than he like. It's fucking insane. He's also got a good good family. He's got yeah a really good family, good good friends. But the thing that was missing for him was that purpose. And that that purpose and that direction. And this was eating him up. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because you've got two diverse men, one bit older, one a bit younger, but at the same time, it's still that lack of purpose and lack of direction. doesn't matter how much money or little money or how many women you've had sex with. Same as myself, like the other day, like it's fucking ridiculous. Like you think the pinnacle of happiness, and I, I love looking at Russell Brand in regards to this. He's a fucking genius in his insights in understanding this stuff. So if you want to look into a lot of self-love and self-acceptance, look at what look at the groundbreaking insights that he's had as well from looking into yogic philosophy and different um, Eastern traditions. That's what I did as well, and you get a deeper understanding about who you are and what you want to do with your life. Now. What, why, why bring up Russell Brand? Because he's done, like as I said, done more sex. He's had more drugs. He's had more crazy experiences in life, and he constantly refers back to coming to your internal self and getting a, a in-depth look at who you are. Because when you can get an in-depth look at who you are at your core, what's going to happen is you're going to be more free in the bedroom you're going to be more free and open and expressive with people because you can know what you stand for and know what you don't stand for and then when you can have that clear clear understanding about what you stand for what you won't stand for and what's what's what you um what you want to explore what you don't want to explore what you want to express what you don't want to express it comes from you first and we're so often we've probably heard this if you're into the personal development but i want to reiterate this so strongly so many people are looking externally for that gratification for example just recently i got offered to go to an exclusive event in berlin in an exclusive room with 40 high-end tantra people and chances are it's going to be a fucking massive like massive orgies all night and the thing is i'm actually not going to be in berlin but i turned that down where most people like what the fuck is wrong with you say it'd be i don't even know it'd probably be half girls half guys but really sexually open explorative expressive people all in one room and being invited to this it's like when you truly let go of something you will watch how much that is actually brought into your life. 
I let go of the fact of like, I have to have all these experiences. I can't wait to have like, like two or three girls. Like it doesn't really fucking matter. When you let go of all this shit, it just, it allows you to be free. And you know what allowed me to be free? And this tied, now I'm going to tie it back in on tying the first guy and the second guy. What allows me to be free and have a lot of self-love? Going into the mentorship. I had a fuck ton of mentoring. A fuck ton. Usually the first guy who I had, one of the first mentors I had, I don't know, the thing is, I can't even put names on it. Was it my boxing coach who taught me about self-love? Was it the first guy, like my boxing coach, Meta? Um, was it my first, uh, was it was it Stuart Hallam? Was it... Uh, was it Caleb? Was it? There's there's a, there's a myriad of different men and people who really was it Car Machine India. There's so many people and there's so many different perspectives that I got all these years. That's why I'm saying I can't really nut out and really sing give you a singular understanding. But I want to give you the perspective of what worked for me and what I've saw, seen has worked. What and what has given me a lot of peace. What has given me a lot of peace, or D. Martini, an amazing mentor, and touching in touching on his stuff, number one thing that he really taught was, uh, not number one, there's so many things that he taught, but a really good saying that I took away from it is a law called the law of lesser pisses. He rather piss off the wor- whole world instead of pissing off his own soul, because if you basically if you're like trying to always constantly please other people and you know that your soul is absolutely getting destroyed in the meantime and when your soul is get your, your soul is getting destroyed and you can't actually open up and express and expand and like sh- um, shower people with love what's going to happen is literally you're going to feel shut down constricted and constrained and you're going to come from more of a like a loathing perspective and that's going to come from fear there's only true two true emotions that we feel as human beings and that is love and that is fear we're either making decisions from love or fear and what usually happens is we're being brought into the ideas that making ideas from that are sometimes going to be better because they look good for other people is going to give us such more satisfaction and gratification where it really isn't because that's the short-term thinking of this model instead of like doing the long-term focus and going what is this action going to do right now that's actually going to serve future me and for example what i always do is always have a long-term gratification um plan in play that gives me so much um so much depth of peace and when i'm talking about success i want to tie into this because it could be success in the bedroom what is success in the bedroom is it finding one girl to spend the rest of the rest of your life with is it finding five girls is it finding like what is it to you how does this woman treat you how does she respect you like things like this and it's so true and if you haven't heard this for a while i want to reiterate it right now how can you expect a woman to love you if you don't love the man who you are? Now, when we're talking about self-love, what this fundamentally is, is accepting who you are right now. And most people will do this. They'll accept who they are right now. But 
True self-love is when you can accept who you are right now and who you have been in the past without judgment. That is true self-love. I didn't, I thought I had self-love because when I went to India, and the thing is, don't think you have to go to India on this pilgrimage. I literally had really like three phenomenal mentors. One who took me through the caves in India and taught me a lot about letting go. Number two, I had like a yoga teacher who taught me about self-love. It was fucking crazy. Number three, it was a lady who taught me a lot about like higher spiritual concepts, so to speak. And what ended up happening was I found love myself in the moment and where I was going in the future. But another mentor pulled me aside and goes, you haven't found self-love and acceptance for the person you were in your past. And if you hold on to the resentment for the past and you can't accept the past about who you were to getting you to the point who you are today, like you've got to accept all the women you've hurt. You've got to accept all the, uh, not just logically accept it, emotionally accept it. The thing is, you've got to accept all the women you've hurt in the past. You've got to accept all your fuck-ups, accept all your mistakes, accept all the, um, it's just everything. You've got to accept all those experiences going, that was the experiences that got you there. And then sometimes you, you might be in the same position. You'll be like, oh, fuck. I can't believe I was so idiotic. I can't believe I was so stupid in making those mistakes in the past. It's like, what What the fuck? Like, f- like wait, the person you are today, how can you know that you, you you didn't know that that was wrong or you didn't know that was probably not the best decision to make at the time. It's like you didn't know. Accepting the person who got you to the position you are today was a big one that I had to do. And like setting, having a lot of self-love for my now and having self-love for the past, that gave me a lot more deeper perspective about who I am. And, and I was like, fuck, that's why. Because for so long, I didn't accept the person who I was in the past because it sounds so strange saying this now but I literally would be like I don't accept the person who I was when I was like running like sex parties and I don't um, accept that person who was literally um, doing all these fucking crazy sexual experiences and I was like I I thought I accepted it fully but the thing is when I really came to terms with it I go fuck I wasted so much time in my life but then my mentor told me and he sat down and goes if you didn't spend all these years in bed with all these women and have all these sexual experiences, what would give you the credibility right now to be speaking about what you're speaking about? I was like, fuck, that's so true. But it was so tough at the time. It was so tough at the time to like go, oh, I wasted so much time because there's so many years I was in so much frustration. I was so broke and the only thing I knew how to do was fuck. And sometimes I'd fuck away the pain so I wouldn't have to think about how, how broke I was when I was younger or how um, much of like I just wanted to suppress things through sexuality. But in saying all this, it got me to a point where I know how to express my own sexuality healthily. I can I can really relate to, if you're listening to this, I can really probably relate to you in depth about using sex sometimes as a crutch. But then like stepping away from that and really using sex as a powerful tool of like expression of oneself. So that's um, a really um, different distinction in regards to that. And what causes a lot of people anxiety um, and like anxiety in the bedroom and anxiety just in life in general and 
doesn't help them with self-love. It's that perception or that expectation that they're meant to be in a certain position that they currently aren't now. It's that perception and that expectation of where they currently where they currently think they should be now. And if you constantly live into that story of you should be somewhere, then that's where you fucked up. But what I want you to do is take some time and same in the bedroom. You feel like you should do this type of performance and you think you should um, put on this um, epic fucking like show for this woman and show what a man you are. And then all of a sudden, you might even be like saying to a woman how good you are in the bedroom, how you're going to give her so many orgasms and stuff like this and how you're going to please her better than no other man. And you've just put so much... And who's actually told you? Who's actually told you to do this? I know I haven't, and like, between Pierre and myself, we're the sexuality coaches, we're not like saying, sell these false expectations of what you can do, because you're only building yourself up to more like tension and more, uh, yeah, more, more. it's going to cause a lot more tension in your mind, and it's going to cause you like a lot more anxiety and the build up, and then you feel like you have to perform, and then when we're in the um, essence of performing, that's when we get out of our mind, um, that's where we get... Um, stuck in our mind and we feel like we can't actually truly please someone because we're trying so hard to do this this big moves or whatever it may be but when i was let's go to i want to i want to touch on this and this is where i was leading to with this you've got to find out what success is to you and what your values are when you found out when i found out what my values are there's a guy called john d martini he literally really distills the values that you carry as a man. Mine, my values are very high on, um, look at your values. Your values are, let me just explain that. Your values are not what you think they are. Look at your actions. Let your actions dictate your values. My values at the moment are very high on teaching. I love teaching, traveling, and I love business. So, Teaching is like, I love teaching sexuality. I fucking love this. I love seeing people change. Teaching, teaching, traveling, and then understanding business. When I understand this more, that I can serve more people. So it's such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful um, counterpart. Not to mention like learning. I love like, I love learning. Probably like learning is definitely up in the top three as well. So it's, it's so fucking vitally important. You know what your values are. And make sure you're doing this because it's for you. That's the big key. That is the big difference. A lot of people are doing things for other people because they've been told, do this for someone else. Look cool for someone else. The big, the biggest thing that I got, the biggest awakening that I got, the biggest perception shift that I got, perception shift that I got was when I literally stepped back from everything and I got to live life on my terms and did what gave me an internal sense of fulfillment. That's what success was for me. Success like is so like arbitrary, it's so like objective and there's so much like pressure to one day I'm going to be successful. What the fuck does that even mean? Why can't you be successful today? There's the reason that you it's it's so hard with self-love is because we're getting told that one day you will constantly be successful, so then like it will constantly push you to strive. Why can't you be content? 
with the man you are today? Why can't you be so fulfilled with the person you are today? It doesn't mean you're just going to be like, yep, I'm fulfilled today, fuck everything. No, I have massive goals and ambitions, but I'm so content with the person who I am today because I've spent so much fucking time, energy, emotions, and money nearly spending over $150,000 on my own personal development to get to the place where I am today. So then I can be in this position to share certain messages and literally give you this content so then you don't have to suffer like I did. Like, success is a, like, it is such a broad topic that no one actually knows. It's like, the person who's more successful is is a person who can live their own subjective reality on their own terms without being, without external influence. It's like, when I mean external influence, it's like they can do this because they actually genuinely want to do this for them. They're not doing it because someone else is telling them what to do. Do you know what I want to do? Like, I can't wait to keep growing SQL. I fucking love this. Like, I just sit here and get on the podcast and just talk and just share the ideas that have given me peace. This is what I love to do. I love SQL. I also love, as I said, learning. I love learning. I love I love teaching and I love learning. I love traveling. So I'm doing all these things. I love learning about the business side of things. And it's just, it's phenomenal. It's like phenomenal to me. It, it really like turns me on, so to speak. And then meeting so many interesting people consistently all around the world and all walks of life. And I got invited just recently to go to a beach house in um, Cape Town, South Africa and stay there for as long as I want. It's, it's just insane the amount of opportunity that you can get when you can start living your own subjective life. Um, and the thing is, this is what success is. Success for me is can I live the life that I actually want to live um, without any other external influences like tell me I should do this or I should do that. Like when people are like, oh, well, you should have a house. Like I remember an old mentor of mine basically told me, well, Andrew, you're behind the eight ball. By now, you should be having X amount of investment properties. I'm like, listen here, fuckwit. Like when I was um, younger, I was focusing all my attention and time on sexuality, dating and relationships and understanding who I was fundamentally at my core. And then basically like now everything is like really in a perpetual spiral upwards and the business is going really well and we're getting so many inquiries for SQL which is fucking crazy and like we're selling out like these retreats like a month or two in advance which I never thought would be possible but it's really got to that point now and what I'm saying is like I dedicated my life and I still am, and don't think I've figured it out, I'm still learning every day, and I might listen to this podcast in a year's time, and think a lot of these concepts are null and void, and then it'll just be a constant refresher, and I'll make another um, one on self-love, but what it got me to realize is, I find my own subjective reality, what that is to me, I'm not hurting anyone in the process, and then also, can I leave the world a better place, same when we teach about sexuality, can we leave the woman better and wetter, then we found it. That's always such a strong um, distinction that we um, talk about. Now, 
let's talk about this for a second and this ties into the success because it's your subjective success of what it actually means to you so you can sit down and write that out and when you sit down it could literally be you want to be a tree tree climber and you want to do something like tree you want to be a tree climber in the amazon forest and whatever i don't know that's just a random thought that came to my mind but what will happen is when you can sit with this and you go, this is actually what I want to do and fuck what anyone else thinks. Am I hurting anyone else? No. Do you have to make money? Of course you do. So you got to like find that balance. And then obviously if you can find something where you can make good money and do what you love, that is that is the pinnacle. That is the pinnacle. That's where I hit that sweet spot quite some time ago now. But as I said, it took a long time to get to that point and I'm sharing these things with you so you can get to that. Now, when this guy was crying to me, it seems like he's living into the expectations of others. And that's what I say at the start of every SQL retreat. Like, don't compare yourself to me or the other coaches in the room. Don't, like, I don't want you to compare yourself to the hundreds of sexual experiences, hundreds and hundreds of sexual experiences that we've had or like all these crazy sexual experiences because then you're thinking you might not be able to actually fucking live up to that and have all these experiences and what's going to happen it's going to cause you to feel dis dis ease and disharmony and we don't want that but let's just have a quick chat about the meaning of life which ties into all this and you'll understand why i'm saying this in a second for me at the end of the day and i actually did a whole like um facebook live on this about the 10 correlations between sex and success but this is just one of the points the the meaning of life is this there actually is no meaning the meaning of life is the life that is the meaning of life is the meaning that you give it that's it so much people talk so much smack about here's this meaning here's that meaning it's like literally it has no meaning give it a meaning pursue that meaning and that will give you fulfillment doesn't matter if you're a broke uni student it doesn't matter if you're making x amount of dollars a a month or a year when you can find that internal meaning that is what's going to give you so much more purpose and then when you can go, when you can find, when you can write down exactly what you look for in a sexual partner and a partner and what you want to do with your life when no one is around. Like the thing is, there's that saying of like, no one knows what happens when the doors, are, when the behind closed doors, that's the same. What do you do behind closed doors? What do you first think of when you wake up? What do you first do when you wake up? Do that. So the meaning of life is dictated by what you actually want to do when no one is around when and what really lights you up. Think about things that really light you up that you want to explore and do. And I'm saying literally do that and make that your meaning that gives you that deepest sense of fulfillment. I know what mine is and it took me a long time to get to that point. And do you know how I got to that point? I got to that point through so much trials and so much tribulation. So much fucking trials. People are like, it was easy for you, man. Like, look, you're an international sex coach and you get invited to some incredible events all around the world now. But I go, it wasn't always like this. Remember, I started out, started off in a small, small-ish town in the suburbs in Australia. And then all of a sudden, I've worked up to being an international 
yeah, international um, touring sex coach. It's like, it didn't happen overnight. And the thing is, the sex coaching is amazing and it's great to see that men can now give women the best experiences she's ever had inside and outside the bedroom and that's what we pride ourselves on. But we also pride ourselves with these men. Like, like what, what do we have the other day? We had a guy goes, Andrew, I, I did SQL and he goes, I, he goes, I swear that um, I'm making a lot more money um, in my own business now because of it. It's usually because it gives you, when you can clear all your sexual shame and frustration and guilt, what you can start doing, you can actually start focusing on other things in your life. Because if you were just purely focused, if you were just purely focused on on all the negative, all the negative um, sexual experiences you've had and all like that like dampened, like dampened sexual, like dense energy in your life, what's going to happen? It's going to consume majority of your focus. And if that consumes a majority of your focus, how can you actually think of like doing bigger things like serving the world, making more money, um, serving humanity, s- saving a rainforest, whatever the fuck it may be that you want to do? How can you focus on this? So what our job is, m- mine and Pierre's, is we take away your sexual frustration and suffering then give you a sense of masculinity and leadership and purpose and what's going to happen is you're going to feel so much more alive you're going to feel so much more um, enriched you get we just we just basically are a cheat in the game where we unlock one of your frustrations in life and then when you do that you can start focusing on other things and usually this is such a strong um potent frustration for men so then when we take that away they can actually start focusing on like oh shit okay i can have lots of sex now now i want to find a really good woman we get that a lot guys come through sql now they start having all these crazy sexual experiences then in the future they go hey man actually i want to start having something more meaningful and deep in my life and then they go actually i want to start building a stronger relationship with who i am and this all comes as a direct causation of literally going, okay, I've sorted out that sexuality thing. And it is something that you can sort out. It is something that you can get done. It And believe me, it takes a lot of time and hardship. Now, when I've worked with a lot of my mentors, like, fuck, even some of these sexuality mentors I've worked with in the past, these people, the thing is, you go, everyone's like, you're lucky. These people have brought me to t- blood, sweat, tears so much emotions like sometimes i felt like i was going to die sometimes i had to let go sometimes i was like in in different um let's just say i was in different um altered states um in the respect like i felt like i was in altered states because they were putting my mind through such intense experiences like fuck it was like crazy like in the middle of in middle of nowhere like being having to sit like being alone having to like there's so many things that i had to go through i at some points in my life i didn't have a strong relationship with a lot of my family members rebuilding rebuilding all of this and then building it from the scratch building it from the, the from the bottom upwards and i did this and i now look at my life about like what gives me meaning what do I actually want to do without someone going, this defines you as a person. This defines you as success. This defines what you should do. And what it is, this the guy, the second guy, he's like, I don't know what it is for me. When he actually did a collapse, I didn't I didn't finish that. The collapse is basically like he was like called me up one day, goes, I'm jealous of your life. And because it's like I get to live a life of meaning 
and purpose and that's what gives true um true fulfillment to a man if you're not coming from a place of um purpose and you're not coming from a place of like mission what what the fuck are you doing in life you're just like floating in the wind as a man and that's what's going to give you a lot of strength and that's why i love sql because it gives myself a lot of purpose and meaning because i stand behind the mission of like um making men men again that's what we hear and that's what gets me up in the morning that's what gets me inspired to do this and with all the self-love stuff all the mentorship that i had and all all the people who were in my life to give me these epiphanies i sat there humbly every day getting schooled some days crying my eyes out like literally going i just want this to end because i was willing to face the the momentary moments of adversity and struggle and brute brutality of truths so then i could get to a a deeper level of my own self-awareness and have a deeper perspective of who i am and what i'm doing in this world so then when i actually do face challenges i don't crumble and buckle at the side of like adversity like putting myself in the boxing ring putting myself through really tough mentors putting myself in tough situations like socially so then i can grow getting my heart broken like getting convicted of selling drugs and then getting caught and nearly going to jail like all this shit like this i'm not saying you have to do all that now go copy it not at all i'm saying i had to keep looking deep within myself and the thing is what the world is constantly trying to do is trying to make you more humble it's trying to make you more open and it's trying to be get you to be more authentic so you're going to keep attracting the same sexual partners like we had someone on the last sexual retreat he keeps attracting girls to save and i know i've definitely been there in the past as well and i can relate and i go dude stop playing captain saver ho stop doing it it's a joke but stop playing captain saver ho in the respect stop looking for women to save it's like let's start finding healthy women who are at your level instead of trying to find women who you're just like you're not accepting them for who they are then you're trying to change them then you build resentment because then you're trying to change um, them fundamentally then they start resenting you because they might not want to change but even though you know it's in their best interest to do so so yeah it's fucking crazy but i i say do this spend some time a lot of time getting to know you try a lot of shit try a fuck ton of stuff and fuck up that's why i did same in the bedroom i tried a lot of stuff in the bedroom some some of the stuff i really like some of the stuff i didn't like at all and just it's really you get to a place of like going okay you do something enough and you start to really understand do i like this or do i not like this and what's going to happen you will start to see a pattern about who you are what you like and when you get the thing is you will get far more respect from men and women in the future when they can see that you're someone who actually knows what he likes knows what he's going for and he actually isn't isn't afraid to like hold conviction in what he believes that's what people really respect you may be wrong but the thing is always be willing to be open up and be humbled and that's the fucking true mark of a leader and yeah i just want to make it really really clear it's this is a never-ending journey. When I said that, I like I remember, I'll never forget it. I'm walking down India, down the street. This is what I think at one in the morning. And then all of a sudden, I go, 
fuck. I actually love myself. I actually love the man who I am. That was a massive shift for me. I was like, I actually love who I am. And then walking down the street with this massive smile on my face. But then what I realized when I talked to my mentor later, later she goes, yeah, it's the first time in your life that you've actually got a deep, you've got a, um, a sense of love for who you are. Because that's why I'm saying I hear so many guys talk to me. I'm like, I hate who I am. I hate the person who I've um, become. I hate where I'm going. And this might not have come risen to the surface yet. But then you can see it through people's actions and what they're doing. Why do people constantly doing these self-destructive behaviors that are leaving that are leaving a, a trail of destruction and no alleviation? It's just an outcry for self-love. Like, why are we having, like... Why do some people have like exuberant amounts of like like sex, like it's like sex addicts, so to speak, or like taking so much amount of drugs or taking so much stimulus so that we can feel something because we're in a society that makes us feel so numb. We're in a society that makes us feel so numb. And that's why when we teach with the sexuality on the SQL retreats, we talk a lot about guys. Like, they want to know the party tricks, and I get it. You might want to really know how to make a chick squirt, multiple orgasms, how you can have multiple orgasms, how you can do all this fun, crazy shit, use sex toys and dominance. Yeah, that's easy. But what's the hard part is, like, getting to the core fundamentals of allowing yourself to let go, let go to situations and really relax and then really open up and get into feeling sensations and pl and then understanding how to heighten the pleasure and how to really move that around your body that is that's the key the other stuff is party tricks and fun but when you start really deepening this over time and you start getting a, a really better level of awareness about who you are and what you like and what you don't like what's going to happen is you're going to get this strong fundamental um um, peace within your heart that you go oh i'm doing this for me now but it was tough believe me i cutting out for myself like cutting out these little habits that i know weren't causing me uh, to live a a life that was um a lot more at peace within myself and i had to cut out a lot of behaviors not that i had to i wanted to so that i could live a lot more with peace instead of like living from fear and scarcity that was the the core reasons why i did a lot of things but when yeah as i said when i went to india like with all these mentors but what it was it was like be willing to face the bull and grab the bull by the horns and let him shake you around a bit and really rattle your cage so then you can get to such like core like truths and always be open to be rattled from your in with the beliefs that you currently hold and never stay stuck as soon as you're the smartest person in the room that's when you fucked up as soon as you think that you know more than um everyone that's when you fucked up i'm always coming in with the mindset like i don't know anything i'm willing to learn and the thing is what i'm going to do is hold myself at a high level of um integrity and listen and be willing to learn because that's why god has given us two ears or the universe whatever the fuck has given us two ears and one mouth so listen more and speak less and always be curious and ask questions and that's the same in the bedroom that's why I got so good because I listened and asked questions and was curious to my mentors and always would be willing to be humbled and I always have this like joke with Pierre 
I always say, we never lose. We always win. But if we lose, we learn. We never lose the lesson. Ever. And you can imagine how many fuck-ups there's going to be when you've got international travel. You're trying, you're doing all this experimentation in the bedroom. You're experimenting all the time in life with new things and pushing your body and your mind and to new experiences and new heights. You're going to fuck up. But never lose the lesson. That is the key. And that is the foundation to a lot of the stuff that we teach. And the thing is, I want you to really take away today is the one about really redefining what success is to you. And the thing is, a mentor of mine told me this one day. If someone is making, would you rather do this? Would you rather be a mil, have a million dollars, making a million dollars a year, but be going to work from 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. all the way till 7 o'clock at night every single day? pretty much six and a half, seven days a week, it's on your mind. Or two, would you rather be making 30 or 40K a year and then be able to live your ideal lifestyle? And I know it sounds like a bit of a um, um, counterintuitive question, but the thing is, regardless if it's 30, 40, 50, 60 or 70K, but would you rather the person who can actually live their ideal lifestyle with whatever money they need is far more free than the person if they think I'm making X amount of dollars. Because what is it? The most, the thing is, this is what I really came to realize when I started to, when the business started to go really well. It's not so much about all the money. Time is the most important resource. Time. Money. You can never, money can come back. Money comes back easy. Money always comes back. But what doesn't come back is time. And when you fundamentally are constantly like worrying and struggling, like, oh shit, um, about time, it's like about uh, money, it, that's, it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's the thing. We can talk a lot about another thing, about internal beliefs, about like women never want me, they never want to be in my life. And a buddy of mine in a dating company talks a lot about your self-fulfilling prophecies about your dating mindsets and it's the same with your self-fulfilling prophecies with your own sexual sexual mindsets it's it's crazy but what i want you to take away from today is work out your own subjective um success what that is to you and what that means what your own what your own meaning of life is and when you can get a really clear distinction for that for yourself without um an object without an objective standpoint of going it has to be like this because the world or society has told me this now with the self-love as well this is huge i want to add this before we wrap up today's um, podcast but the self-love it's so hard to love yourself it's like who cares what anyone else thinks that's actually quite easy we actually fundamentally usually don't care what the wider world thinks or people don't, who don't know us. Like, we don't really mind, usually. But what usually holds us back big time is this. It's not usually the wider world or the wider community. It's usually when the people don't care what people think, do what you want. It's the people in our close social circles or our personal networks is what we have to get past. That is the toughest. When you can break free from that, breaking free from the the world constraints and your society's constraints about what they think of you is so much easier. For example, this is the usual progression. 
people like, I don't care what anyone else thinks, but it's usually one, this is the progression, usually it's your close friends and family. Um, just one second. Um, usually it's your close friends and family. Um, number two, what it is, what I'll do, I'll just pause this for a second. Pause, pause, pause. All right, where were we? Just was at an Airbnb and got interrupted because she wanted me to change room. So we're back. Anyway, so the thing I was saying is so vitally key in the respect of like, it's not about like the wider community. It's actually about your friends, your closest friends and your family. Breaking free from that constraint is sometimes the hardest thing you can do. And that's what restricts so many people in life because they're so afraid of what their mum might say, their brother, their uncle, their dad, their little brother, their older brother, whatever that may be, of like disappointing them and letting them down. Like, for fuck's sake. For me, I like felt like I was letting down my grandma for a long time. Like, big one for me was my grandma and like, I'm teaching men about sex. But the thing is, I had to, because she had such a strong upbringing with um, Christian beliefs and stuff like that, and how is this going to affect my family and close people around me? What are they going to think? But then I'm like, you know what? I'm giving a message to the world, and it's so humbling, and I thank you if you are one of the guys listening to this and who does this, like sending me a message saying, you're, you're doing God's work, you've changed my life. You're sending me messages how your you and your wife now can have the most incredible sex that you've always wanted. You actually get to freely express yourself. It's like, uh, like so many more of these messages from men and now women going, I need to send my husband to come see you on an SQL retreat. Like, It's revolutionizing the way that men and women act in the bedroom and communicate with um like themselves their um their spouses people so it's doing the world a better good but it's just because it has a sexual connotation everyone looks like negatively upon it but i go i know that i'm changing the world fundamentally i know i'm making the world a better place i know that the teachings that i'm giving people are allowing them to have the sex they've always wanted allowing them to be more free within themselves so i said fuck it I'm going to stop being selfish. So I had to have a hard conversation with my grandma, my mom, my dad, things like this, people who are close to me in my life. So then what you do, this is the levels. You break free from the, the closest people in your life. You great break free from your friends. You maybe that acquaintance you're afraid of like speaking up to. Then like your um, maybe your school people who like don't really know you, but they're still holding you back. Um, psychological. It's all a mental game. And then you can break free from all this. And then we can break free all these constraints of like the your inner circle, then your society, and then the wider society, then your country, then the world. That's when you become truly free and you keep pushing through those barriers. Now, at the moment, I absolutely, uh, now where I'm at, standing right now, I stand on the top of this mountain of like saying, you know what? I have broken free from this constraint of like, you know what, um, caring what people think in the respect because all I know what really holds me strong in this mindset is like, I know that the work I'm doing is only going to help people out. I know that I'm only giving a better perspective on the world and I'm only coming from a place of love and care and how I can change people's lives. And when you come from that place, nothing will get in my way, nothing. And just to recap for today, for you it's the self-love is really going to come a lot from finding your own mission your own purpose your own 
sense of what your meaning of life is for you and remember the only thing in life that is constant is change so being comfortable and understanding that there, there will be a lot of changes that will come up and be be okay when they do um, and sitting with the adversity and look at adversity head on and not be afraid to like back down in the face of really tough and difficult situations and sit with them and constantly be on the road of improvement improving who you are not reading a few books not going to a few seminars and thinking that's it it's a constant journey of self-discovery and looking deep within yourself about what lights you up and what turns you on and when you're getting to that um, deeper sense of self-love it's the acceptance of the past of who you are and who you're becoming and then having strong setting strong boundaries around that and when you can truly do this you start watching how much of a um, positive influence this is going to have on the friends and your family and all the people that you have going on in your life so i really hope this has given you some um wide perspective about self-love as i said this was just for my um understanding about this i could talk about this for a lot longer but thing is i just wanted to give you an overview of this today and give you some things that you can take away and start to implement in your life and in regards to sexuality when you do start feeling a lot more comfortable in in who you are and have a lot more self-love it's the the cliche of like you're not looking for that other person to fill that cup up for you you're coming to the table with that full cup and you can really genuinely connect with that person of who you are and will you ever like always be like i love myself at the core it's like no the love deep you you've constantly on this journey of deepening your own love to who you're to yourself until you become enlightened but that's a different story and i'm definitely not there yet so if i do get there i will let you know but it's a, it's a really beautiful process of just self-inquiry and self-love and getting into a deeper perspective of what turns you on in the, in the bedroom and what turns you on in life. And then when you can get that really strong perspective, nothing can literally stop you. And in the words of Dee Martini, as I said, I'm actually going to go see him at the end of the year for Prophecy. That man changed my life in a lot of ways. It's like he talks a lot about the concept of challenge, um, support and challenge. There's always going to be support and there's always going to be challenge in your life. And then where there is support in your life, there's always going to be some someone equally challenging what you do. So that is just the balance of life and what life works in a beautiful synchronicity of balance. So yeah, you've got to flow in that balance. You're all, if you're looking and striving for happiness and just always striving for happiness, trying to hold on to this emotion, what you're going to again end up getting is like, wow, what is it? this that quote it's like you try and hold uh, I, I don't know what this quote is at the moment but it's like basically if you're trying to hold on to happiness it's like you can never truly be happy because if you if you're going actually no let me take a step back and think about this for a second i'm going to bastardize this but you you'll get the concept it's like it's like i have to um i think it's in that movie which is absolutely um phenomenal it's called the the peaceful warrior yeah that's the part where he's talking about where he's like i want to get that gold medal so then my dad will accept me and then he's up on stage and then he's like he's not even up on stage yet he's just he's like talking about this gold medal and the thing is he's always constantly saying like in the future in the future in the future so then basically he's always living in the future he's not living in the present and then when if he does get the gold medal he's got this momentary like 20 seconds of being on stage or he wins his gold medal where his whole life is focused on being in the future then what he's going to do he's actually going to focus his whole like after he's won the gold he's going to focus on his whole life on actually 
how we got that gold medal. So then there's always suffering, and that was it. There's going to be there's you, there's always suffering in life. Um, if you do um get your goal or you don't get your goal, because there'll be suffering because before you get it, because you're always like living in the future and you're not present, or there'll be suffering when you actually do get it because you'll be always living in the past instead of being at peace with like the the journey and the process that's actually happening right now and stop going if i get that certain thing then i'm going to be happy and that's why i really gave myself permission to let go about a lot of things that don't serve me anymore that's why you've probably seen a lot of the content that we're putting on um, sexual quantum leap is a lot different now in the respect of like we want to really develop men as men and holistic men and yes we, we're going to teach you how to fuck and be the best fuck a woman's ever had and that's the bottom line but at the same time what we fundamentally love doing is seeing the internal change that men have so they can be walk up to a woman with presence with um with stoic charisma with a sense of direction with a sense of loving their heart and leaving a woman better and wetter and when they can do this and they can walk up to a woman going i know who i am i understand where i'm going I haven't really, and the thing is, if it's like you haven't figured everything else out yet, you're on that journey and you really feel a really strong sense of the man who you are, what you'll stand for, what you won't stand for. And that's going to really come across in the way that you look at a woman. But remember, there's so much suffering in regards to just like trying to hope you'll get this thing and hold on to this um, point of happiness instead of going, I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing I'm not doing an, a thing for external reasons and when you can really start tapping into this you start watching that your life is going to change drastically my life started to change drastically when I go what do I really want to do the society will sell me the society will sell me and you're like you're a sex coach man I go yes as I said I can go to gangbangs pretty much every night of the week if I was in Melbourne or starting I'm starting to build up a network massively outside of Australia around the world and having like crazy sexual experiences like I could go to Berlin and have these insane experiences I'm in Berlin at the moment but it's like I'm actually looking for a really strong sexual relationship with a beautiful woman at the moment internally and externally and that's the current path of my life and I'm so excited to be doing this so accept where you're at on the journey that you're um you're on and don't live to other people's um expectations find your own meaning of success and then when you can find your own meaning of success and sit with that and then find your own meaning of life you're going to watch how much things shift and change in perspective and if you're putting other people on the um, pedestal and thinking that they're better than you know that they're not better than you no one's better than you no one's worth worse i always say this the god in me sees the god in you and when you can really um when you can really look at that like everyone has a god inside of them and you can really respect the human in the individual who's standing in front of you it gives you a lot more peace and alleviation and they're not thinking that they're so much better like yes i get a lot of messages of guys like going i'll work with you i'm jealous of where you're at i get that it's just like literally i have my challenges too i have my struggles i have things that are going on in my life but all i'm saying is it's I can get through the, I, I literally, I just have bigger challenges and bigger stru- struggles on a daily basis in the respect because there's a lot of responsibility managing a team, world tours, think things like this, um, retreats, in, international retreats. It's like, the thing is, I always say on the retreats, the guys, I go, you could always, you could, you like we're getting guys who have like worked in Google, like international rappers, we're getting guys who have like 
started their own um, companies like with 500 people sometimes 20 pe- 20 people to 500 people um, managing big teams um, engineers software developers we're getting um, lawyers doctors we're getting we're getting all types of people and we're getting people who come on the retreats who are initially very skeptical they don't know what's going to happen but i'm saying this put if you are interested in the sql retreat put your ego aside and put your skepticism aside just for a little bit read the page about what it's all about listen to the um uh, listen to all the testimonials watch the um the video where it um, breaks down everything what happens and then if it does resonate with you literally send myself or pierre a message or go on to sexualquantumleap.com and do it if you're sick of sitting sitting in sexual suffering and if you're sick of sitting in a life where you don't know um, what you're doing and you don't have purpose you don't have direction and you don't literally know how to please a woman and you're just like sitting in a place of just like being distraught let us know we would love to help you and we would love to take you to a place where you can actually have the life and the woman of your dreams have the sexual experiences of your dreams and actually start sitting in a place where you can be a man who goes for what he wants and isn't afraid to step the fuck up to the plate but yeah i'm and if that resonated with you, all we have to do is like there's a six-question application process and, there, and then there is an interview with myself or Pierre. We don't outsource any of this because everyone who comes on the retreat, I want to make sure I know who exactly comes on the retreat because this is this is my family. This is, this is my brotherhood. And this is a brotherhood that's created with all the people in it. And I want to make sure that everyone gets along. And I want to make sure that it's a really strong... Um, group of people who end up coming on the retreats and that they were all here for the right reasons so thank you so much and i just want to let you know and you may not feel it now but you are worthy of love you are worthy of love you are worthy of acceptance and i do care about you and i do accept you for who you are regardless whether you feel it or not but the thing is when you start going on this road of self-discovery and self-love and to these two gentlemen who who put forward these questions to me today. I thank you so much. And I've got your back 100%. All you have to do is reach out. From the bottom of my heart, I'm Andrew Meok. And if you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out. And thank you. And I'll see you on the next episode.